And if you believe deliverance is followed by damnation, then you are ready for this episode of Discography Discussion. I am Joe, that is Dan, that is Jeff, and we are talking about Scar Symmetry. Scar Symmetry. Jeff has invaded the band list again. Oh, yeah, just a tiny bit. (laughs) (laughs) Never has there been so little variety in 13-year career. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that one. I, and I'll explain myself later when we get into the uh, the meat of the issue. I guess the question is, is do you want a wife that, you know, consistently delivers? Or do you want a wife that you never know what they're going to do one minute or the other? I'm going for the former. I don't know. That spontaneity sometimes can be pretty exciting. Okay. Well. It could be scary, though, too, so you never know. <laughs> so tonight we're talking about scar symmetry. Yes, we are. They are a death... Are they death metal? At times. Yeah, at times. They kind of float the line between symphonic metal, metal core, death metal. It actually all kind of works together in a way that's very pleasant, especially when you've been listening to Pig Destroyer for the past week like we were. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. It's also kind of... It's... What? I guess you... Some of it's progressive, too. I think when I'm listening to overly technical death metal this is what i want to be listening to to kind of oh, see, i don't think break. this is i don't think this is overly technical i guess it's just it's the whole swedish metal thing i guess that that blows my mind because like the the term death metal is thrown around so much when we're talking about swedish metal okay all swedish metal and that's not actually a true statement but most swedish metal a large <laughs> has the has the the death growl in it they're very Opeth at times. Yeah, and a lot of the times, yeah, if Opeth was on, like, speed. The whole reason why I started listening to this band is, is Christian Eldestem. I mean, he's... How, how much better of a compliment can be paid to you whenever you have to have two guys replace you? <laughs> I mean, he may not be the best front man. From what I understand, he's sometimes a, more than a little eccentric. But he's pretty fucking dynamic. I mean, I don't think anybody can deny that. You could almost accuse this band of being very studio clean because every single record with very little variation sounds exactly the same to me. They all flow together. Really, the only thing that changes is the tempo. And even though he was replaced, it's very consistent. And it's not overly technical, like we have to count to seven in order to be interesting. I actually think the drummer spends more time playing straight thrash or punk rock beats that, again, are very nice change from listening to Meshuggah that, you know, counts to 15, 37 different ways. (laughs) Well, like, the thing about Scar Symmetry that gets me, and and I see this in a lot of Swedish metal, is that, like, especially in in Swedish death metal, is is the whole idea that, like, in America, death metal bands just try to be sick. They try to be brutal, and 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 in other countries as well. But like, there there's this pervasive idea in death metal usually that we want to make music that's going to shock people, or you know, people are going to be like, "Holy shit! Listen to how heavy that riff was." Scar Symmetry and and bands like them are not that way. It's more of a 
it's more of like you get out of the United States and you start realizing that extreme metal is much more accepted and is just basically considered metal over, over especially over in Europe, you know. So they're just writing songs that to them it's like no, we just want to write good songs that we think people are going to enjoy. And uh, and I mean, mission accomplished, a hundred percent. Like they, you know, they don't miss a beat. I, this is not one of those bands I'm listening to, and I'm like, oh, they could have done this better, or the the songwriting is, you know, the songwriting is just not there, man. Like that's not scar symmetry at all. Scar symmetry is the entire package. If you, if if you know somebody that's not into metal and you want to show them a band to get them into metal, scar symmetry is one of the best bands to show them. Before we get into the best band you can show somebody to get them into metal, I want to take this time to say thank you to everyone for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening and for subscribing. If you are not a subscriber, you can find everything Discography Discussion at DiscussMetal.com. We are on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, so if you have an Amazon Echo or a Google Home, you have no excuse. Ask it to play the latest episode of the Discography Discussion podcast, and it will. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Discuss Metal. Be sure to like, favorite, and subscribe. And now Dan is going to tell us all about five-star reviews. We love five-star reviews here on Discography Discussion, and you don't have to just leave them at iTunes anymore. You can actually go to facebook.com slash discography discussion, and you can leave us a review right there on the page. Give us whatever kind of review you think we deserve. We love hearing from you guys. Um, Reviews actually help us out uh, in a lot of ways. Most notably in that, you know, we show up when you search for a metal podcast. So that's what we're looking for. When somebody searches metal podcast, we want to be up there. One of the new developments in 2018 is we became a member of the Amazon Affiliate Links program. So we will be posting links to the albums that we talk about in these episodes. So if you want to find the music that we talk about as quickly as possible and purchase it for yourself, all you have to do is look down in the show notes and click on the affiliate links. It does not change the price for you. And we get some kickback and some credit and we appreciate your support and we will have something to say about our patreon supporters very soon oh yeah we got a little bit of feedback on episode 52 meshuga with not beneath this is from the band unteachers first of all love josh and danny second destroy erase improve third chaos fear i still need to buy the Not Beneath album. Discuss Metal is awesome. And I do agree with on teachers. The Destroy. Discuss Metal is awesome. <laughs> yes, that and Destroy Race Improve <laughs> is number one. So, Jeff. Yes, sir. Tell me about Scar Symmetry. Uh, Christian's a beast. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Christian Allison is really the reason why I started listening uh, to the band because I was just like, Who's this fucker that's hitting all these crazy high notes and then turns around and does these just fucking phenomenal death growls? I didn't believe it was real. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, it's just like, holy shit. I mean, like, I know, uh, was it Per Nielsen, I think is the guy's name. He does, I think, most of the legwork behind everything. Yeah, he's kind of the, the backbone. Yeah, but I think he's also the reason why everything sounds the same over a decade and a half. Unfortunately, there's been a fairly large revolving door of artists uh, in the band because of his undying wishes for things to be in a specific manner. Which is funny because you don't really hear that. It's kind of like Ingve Malmsteen. He keeps firing and hiring and it just sounds the same because he's the only guy in the band that 
he cares about. <laughs> yeah, it's. I've never been a uh, sit down and listen to their entire discography, you know, until this last week. I've always had it at an album at a time. I've never really thought about how consistent it is from release to release, which isn't necessarily a, a, a bad thing. It surprisingly, it got a little bit monotonous for me this week, considering I'm the one that wanted to do this discography, and I'm the one that, that definitely probably enjoys this band more than the other two individuals in the room. I don't know about that, man. There's very consistent playing going on, and I love musicianship all day long, every day. And I said it on the Meshuggah episode, and I've always said it about progressive metal bands. You can count to 11, 37 different ways, but... The bands I enjoy listening to the most are the ones that can play for an hour nonstop and lock it in. I actually was surprised to hear how much of the drumming on these albums was just a straight beat. Nothing fancy. Just straight ahead, keeping time. I had to remind myself that this wasn't an American band. And I definitely had to remind myself that these were not all the same album recorded the same year. And I'm actually surprised that these albums were recorded 11 years apart and with very little variation they sound exactly the same very unified you could put any of them on and you're being told the same story i don't think that's a bad thing all the time but this could be an example for someone else of doing the exact same thing to a t you do get bored so which is it? Do we change a little bit every record and then somebody doesn't like the way our guitar sounds on album number three? Or do we do the same thing to a T and try to give the audience exactly what they got, exactly what they're expecting, and hopefully they're still happy? Well, in 2004, they put out uh, Symmetric and Design, one of the best <laughs> debut records I've ever heard because it sounds like a band that's been doing it forever. Like, this is just album one. Like, you didn't have to experience them being shitty for a while and then eventually get better. This is the real deal from the get-go. And this first album is, I would call this more in the vein of the melodic death metal. So much melodic sensibility, though, especially with Christian singing. Like, his death metal vocals are absolutely devastating. They, they are. Like, he... And, and it's weird, too, because... There's so much perfection even in his screams, which is a little weird because, like, usually with screams, it's supposed to off-put you a little bit. It's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. But, I mean, his death metal vocals sound just as good as his singing does. He's one of my favorite vocalists, uh, and, and I have no problems in saying that. I mean, I, I, I enjoy stuff in Scar Symmetry, Solution 45, Disharmonia Mundi. I mean, he's got... He's all over the place. He's in a ton of bands. I mean, if you go on, go online and, and look him up, he is got his hands in all kinds of projects all the time, and he can play too. He's not just a, he's just not just a front man. So he 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 can pitch in. He's not just uh, the, the diva that's in front of a mic like Dan over here. Remember whenever I said that <laughs> if you want to make pop music, that's fine, but make good pop music. He made good pop music. He made good pop music, too. Yeah, like, check out his solo shit. It's like, he, like, that was, like, one of his things. He goes, I, he said in, 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 in interviews that he likes both worlds. And I, and, uh, I think it kind of shows in his clean singing on, on how, you know, 
pretty. I mean, it's, it's, it's his clean singing is straight up pretty. I mean, I, I don't think you can really put it much other than that. You know, he, he could front a poppy rock band, uh, you know. Yeah, like Scar Symmetry. They're not rock. Yeah, they kind of are. They're kind of. They yeah, have the, they're they not have the hundred. I know they're not hundred percent rock, though. I mean, are they kind of like the Nickelback of death metal? Oh fuck you! I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing. No, fuck you! I'm not it, saying it like it's a no, bad thing. You say Nickelback saying, with anything, it's bad. No, I'm not saying that. I've got nothing but mad respect for a band that can print money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's just it, though. Like I feel like it's it's the same sort of thing. You can you can set Scar Symmetry songs next to each other. And have trouble telling which one each song was, um, and that that might be a slight to some people, but I don't mind it. Like there, there's a certain sense of security I get from popping a record in and knowing I'm going to be able to enjoy it from beginning to end. There's not going to be a bad song. There's not going to be a song that I'm going to skip. I may it may not necessarily be over like memorable, but it is still you know it's still just kind of good vibes all around. Well, I think you're hitting on it. Good vibes. That's from for metal. You don't always get good vibes, but you, you guys are kind of right. It, it does have a lot of the music has that poppy sensibility to it. You know, it's kind of it's uplifting on a lot of their songs. I mean, granted, I know I'm the asshole that doesn't read the lyrics. You know, and, and shame on me. I, I may be the first to admit that, but they're all about space and shit. Yeah, which is cool with me. But it, it sounds like it sounds like space. It sounds like you know, like a poppy. If there's such thing as pop metal, oh, this, this is definitely it. This is it. And again, like you know, this is how you do something like that correctly. Yes. In flames, um, where you're still heavy enough to retain your core fan base, but you're you're throwing it out. And I think that's the cool thing too is that scar symmetry doesn't change. There's a problem with metal in the sense that in metal. If you put the same shit out for 25 years, you're you suck. You're not innovative. But if you change at all, you suck, and you you, you know you should have never changed at all. And like, I think Scar Symmetry is just one of those bands that somehow avoided all of that. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Like the songs are just like they're they're heavy, but there's 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 a lot of synth in it. There's a lot of um, electronic elements thrown in there. The drumming's not overly technical. The vocals are brutal and melodic simultaneously. They're a uh, a better version of Sonic Syndicate. They have opinion. choruses, like good choruses that you remember. Hooks, lots of catchy hooks on the songs. Um, good hooks are missing from metal right now. They really are, and and Scar Symmetry's got them. Yeah, they do. So if you guys want to sail on hooks, go check out Scar Symmetry. Um, I don't have a lot of bad to say about this band. The only downside is I don't have a lot to say about this band. And yeah, we're going to blast through this discography pretty quickly. Uh, my initial response listening Ow. to this first album was, this sounds like a happier version of Opeth. Yeah. And then I got to the next record, Pitch Black Progress. Oh, dude. And I said, this sounds more like Opeth. In fact, I think we're 75% Opeth at this point. And I use Opeth as the gauge because Opeth is the gauge for this type of death metal. For I don't know. Me. I kind of feel like Opeth is more of like a, um, like a lot more proggy. Yeah. Like they're always pushing the line. I don't feel like, because to me, comparing Scar Symmetry to Opeth is kind of like 
comparing death to Slayer in, in the sense that, like, you know. One's good and the other is the same. I like Slayer. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I know I'm in the minority. It just, it's boring to me. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with what Slayer does. Just ignore everything Jeff just said. But uh, <laughs> boring. No, I, yeah, maybe it's boring to you. But I, you know, I love Slayer, but I also love Death. I love them for two very different reasons. Um, but you know, like with, I think what Joe's getting at though is the whole compromise between m- melody and aggression that both of the bands show. They do have similarities musically in the you know in the sense that a lot of the Swedish death metal bands do kind of share a common set of core values. You hit it right on the head. It's a different style of metal from a different part of the world. And to get my head around it, I put them next to each other and I say, okay, well, Opeth is the measuring stick for this type of death metal. This is poppy. It's happier. It's not quite Avatar levels of poppy. It's very clean. But we're just a little bit darker on this one. Maybe that was intentional. Maybe that was the point. The drums are a little bit behind the vocals. Guitars are a little bit more spread out. Not as much synth. But for the most part, you couldn't tell me this wasn't recorded in the same session. It was just mixed a little different because... For what it is, it's a lot more of the same. It's just a little darker, that's all. I think Pitch Perfect is a little bit heavier than... Uh, pitch Black. Did I pitch, say Pitch Perfect? Sorry. Oh, you, have you been watching... You want to start over with yeah. that? Yeah. No, I did. I watched. I did watch that movie. I love those movies. Oh, do you? I do. Nice. Yeah, anyway. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> pitch Black, Progress, uh, is actually... Um, I think it's heavier... Then symmetrical in design. Um, it definitely, like, emphasizes the death metal side of it more. And uh, me being a closet meathead, really appreciate that. And, uh, I mean, the guitar work on this one's fantastic. I feel like the, I feel like the songs are a little catchier, um, which is weird, right? How is it more brutal but more catchy? But it is somehow. Yeah, that's and that's I think that's what makes them scar symmetry is the fact that they can be heavy and catchy at the same time well, I, think, it, I think that's kind of their on a lot of their songs that i almost feel like that's their goal they're trying to you know trying to you know be catchy with something heavy and that's not the, that's not an easy thing to do so trying to perfect that it takes some talent the dreaded search for the earworm yes and actually <laughs> talking about earworms <laughs> my favorite song of theirs is on this album carved in stone is fucking bad at you should yeah carved in stone is a good one yeah that's the best song on this and it's not even close in my opinion i don't know what it is man but i fucking dig this because it sounds like boss battle music from chrono trigger yeah i was actually uh gradius 3 has got some stuff that's oh yeah okay that's that's actually what did it for me i was like because i i would and it it inspired me to go back because i it took me forever to beat gradius 3 the first time through so if you haven't played it, that was one of the original release titles on the Super Nintendo. Go back and play it, because it's fucking great. But this song is just... It's got everything that I want. It's got it, his vocal range. It's got his awesome growls. And it's heavy as fuck. It's catchy as all get out. 
I mean, it, this this song like literally encompasses what Scar Symmetry sets out for. Would you say this is power metal with more balls? Yeah, I would say that, and I think that's, you know, I like power metal. So, and I think that's probably part of the reason why I like Christian. I mean, he bridges that gap so well. Yeah, see, I don't love power metal as much. Like, I like stuff like Blind Guardian, Ice Earth, stuff like that. But like, um, but for some reason, uh, Scar Symmetry, I love. And it could just be the growls. It could just be the fact that they're still engaging me on a on a on a heavy level. But uh, what's weird about uh, Pitch Black is that it's. I think it's the heaviest record that they have out. Oh, it, it's not even close, and, I think. Yeah, and, like, it's it's the heavy emphasis on the death metal that I love. I love the, I love the range on Christian's voice. Um, I don't know how he just goes back and forth like that uh, within a song. And I've seen it, I, you know, I haven't seen him personally live, but I've seen videos of him doing it live, and... It's crazy it's to me because it's not like it's not like a kill switch engage where like you go and see him live. You, the record sounds amazing, and then you you go see him live, and you're like, oh wow, okay, he actually can't hit those notes. You know, um, this is a this is a totally different ballpark kind of kind of thing. This is a, the totally different caliber of musician, and uh, you know, I hear a lot of electronic elements in Scar Symmetry that kind of show their head every now and again. I wouldn't say it's enough to classify them as an industrial metal band because they're, you know, they're not using like loops and samples and stuff like that. It's just really, Lots of synth. really good keyboard player. Yeah. Yeah. Very really good keyboard player. Agreed. We talked about it on dream theater. A keyboardist that knows what they're doing can stand next to a guitar player and it fits and it works, but just having synth for synth sake is boring. It's annoying. It's a substitute for a string section. This is Swedish death metal. And because it's death metal, I don't consider it power metal even for a second because power metal is all singing. It's all that stadium feeling. This has the stadium feeling, but then he's on the mic growling, as you can hear right now. I, he does a pretty good marriage of both worlds. That's, that's kind of, or, or with the vocal styling. As far as the point with like I, Jordan is just a noodler on a keyboard when it comes to Dream Theater. Absolutely, it drives me up a fucking wall because it could be so much better. But but you remember what I said about Kevin? Yeah, he, he, was good. he knew how, how to stand to, next to a right, guitar player. Right. So yeah, with this stuff, it's 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 good. So I, it, this is definitely it, it's the hardest album. It's got my favorite song on it, but my favorite album. And it's not, I mean, leaps and bounds, my favorite album is Holographic Universe. From cover to cover, every fucking song is good. It, every song's got a fucking hook in it, man. It's so good. This one's almost more rock yeah. than, you know, like prog- almost like, pro- nah, I don't want to say progressive. Because the thing about Scar Symmetry is that they're, I don't think that the drums are overly amazing. I think they're all right. They get the job done. Um, I don't, but I, it's it's definitely a band that is dominated for me by the guitarist and the keyboard player. So that lends itself really well to a variety of different styles. And I think I think the reason why holographic is the one that even I tend to gravitate towards is because it's well, it sounds different than the two albums that came out before it. It is a little bit more focused on melody. It's more focused on hooks and singing and you know getting people to listen, actually listen to your band. But like. Yeah, it's it's poppy. 
It's melodic. It's it's harmonized. It's clean. And, like, none of that is a bad thing in this case. Yeah, this is really... This is a platform to showcase Christian, in my opinion. That's that's really what this album is. And I think that's probably why I like it so much. This is him updating his resume. Oh, yeah. Did I speak too soon? <laughs> <laughs> nope, you didn't, because... Right after this is whenever he came out with his solo pop stuff. So I mean, it. Go find me another frontman that can that could pull off the vocals on this album. That's that's what you I. You won't want. find him. Like and it's weird I, too yeah, because that's what like, I'm getting at. I mean, I. He's he's unbelievable. Well, it's funny because like I love uh, Ryan Clark from Demon Hunter. Yeah, I think he's a really good dynamic vocalist. And then they had Christian on one of their songs, and then you're like, and he Shit. made he made him look like a little bitch in comparison. <laughs> it was it was a little rough. Like, I couldn't believe it. And it's weird because this record, I think this that was around the same time as this, because this was like what 2008. Uh, in comparison to Demon Hunter, like in comparison to Ryan Clark, Demon Hunter's vocalist, Christian was just like like the times ten version of that. There's this old episode of the cartoon Captain Planet. Where, like, they had regular Captain Planet, and then they had Super Captain Planet. You oh, guys I remember that this, episode? I missed that episode, Oh, it was man. great. It was like Captain Planet from the future. That was how I felt when I listened to that Demon Hunter song that had Christian <laughs> on it, because it was like, wow, this guy's really cool. He's my hero. I love him. And then uh, Christian comes on, and it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, that, that was pretty cool. What I really liked about Holographic Universe 2 was the sci-fi theme, the electronic elements, you know, um this whole band is sci-fi. Yeah, there's nothing you can there's nothing you can really say about it that doesn't just sound like rambling, but like it's Well, how about how about something scary? Okay. I actually paid attention to the lyrics a little bit on this album. And that never oh, he's having a heart attack. Who are I, you yeah. and what have you done with Jeff? <laughs> I know. That never happens. And uh, Josh wearing a flesh mask. <laughs> Again? <laughs> I, I, I know it's it's but it also tells you how much I listen to this album though too. It was a concept record, right? Yeah, kind, kind of. of. Not exactly, but yeah. Yeah, I think they have a a futuristic concept with you know most of their shit, but the the uh, the title track See, I didn't use my me- my special word. Holographic universe. That that might be my favorite track on this. I know the most popular is Ghost Prototype One. That thing gets tons of listens. In I, I what I think what Dan you said earlier, you like Time Wave Zero, which is playing right now. I love that song, dude. Yeah, it's really good too, and it's mainly because it's like two different songs smashed into one. You got this, like, power, you know... It's a power ballad. It's a straight-up power ballad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, the growls take over, and you're like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, like, up until that point, you could hear that on the radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm I, into this, you know, and then like, oh, whoa, 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 what whoa, the fuck? what happened? Yeah. Because it's great, because I actually... I, I mess with my my brother-in-law is like the biggest Rush and Yes fan on the pa- on the fa- face of the earth, and and I showed him Time Wave Zero, and he's like, yeah, yeah, this is pretty good for like new stuff, and <laughs> and, and then like what oh, it's like 
it's like three minutes in, it just like totally changes. And he's like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, welcome to Sweden, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tell you what, bands like Scar Symmetry and Soil Work uh, and stuff like that makes me want to go visit just because I want to, like, I'd love to go to like a, a music festival there with all of these bands that I love playing on the same stage. Through no fault of their own, I'm running out of things to say about the band. It's tempo down. It's the band that put out the last two records, putting a little more effort into the finished product. But it's not bad. It's not good. It's not great. I enjoy it. I reach for this, and I also reach for Pitch Black. It is possible to do the same thing, and it's good. But what do you want me to say? That I didn't already say about the band. They're tight. I love it. Sweet guitar solos. You get power ballads with actually awesome guitar solos in them. Yeah. Hooks. Fucking hooks, man. It's like falling into a fucking tackle box in the dark. <laughs> okay, you're not gonna ever get any of those hooks out. Because I don't wanna I don't wanna miss I don't wanna misspeak here. Okay. This is the opposite of how I feel about bands like In Flames. You know, because people listen to that episode and I got a lot of shit about it and they're like, well, what do you want? This? This? Yeah, and I'm like, Scar Symmetry. That's what I fucking want. I want more of it. And it's weird because, yeah, sure. I, as a music reviewer, I can say, yeah, sure. The, the records don't differentiate themselves enough. However, they are different. Okay, like, symmetrical design, awesome. Okay, great introduction to the band. Pitch Black, heavier version of that. Darker version of that hence the black right okay right um holographic universe is kind of like if you took so those two records pitch black and uh holographic universe are kind of like if you take symmetrical design and break them in half yeah i can see that two very similar products see symmetry symmetry is the key word here if you haven't been paying attention symmetry meaning it's the same on each side right or very similar on each side but there are different shades on each record, and I think Holographic Universe definitely took like the more rock approach, and uh, Pitch Black took the more like metal approach, and then you put those together, you get the first album. I, I get what you're saying, and there's there's no question that uh, there's definitely more rock sensibility in, in Holographic Universe. It's probably more so on that album than anything else that they've put out. I don't think it's. A, I think it's probably their most popular album overall, and I don't think that's uh, a mistake. Does it annoy you that this band existed when Killswitch Engage was the shit and nobody paid attention to Scar Symmetry? Killswitch Engage is still the shit. What are you talking about? You see, that's where I'm the weird asshole that was so fucking pumped whenever Holographic Universe started popping up on my Pandora feed. I was like, yes! Fucking love it! And I know I'm one of the, like, what, five people in the States that feels that way? That listens to Pandora? In 2008? <laughs> I don't know, dude. In 2008, there was this band on Pandora called End of Destiny. Every Stop time it. I put them on, <laughs> Death Clock would come up. Stop it. Anyway. God. But seriously, in 2008, like, everybody listened to Pandora. In I didn't. You're a dumb fuck. I so. listened to my CDs. Oh, your elitist little bitch. That's so when I liked saying. that, I just went out and purchased the album <laughs> at a local Best Buy for eight ninety nine <laughs> on new release Tuesday. <laughs> Fucker. 
So anyway. <laughs> yeah, I actually, you know, would buy shit on iTunes. Well, it's just crazy, man. Like, anybody can like this band. Yep. Even if you're not necessarily a hardcore metal listener, I feel like there are Scar Symmetry songs that you will attach to. You'd have to be a grindcore elitist to not want to listen to this band. Well, no, I, I still listen to this band. <laughs> I can I can put down Prowler in the yard for a long enough time to listen to Holographic Universe. So we're on to what? Dark Matter Dimensions. Dark yes. Matter Dimensions. So no more Christian. No more Christian. Can you tell? Yeah, I can definitely tell. Yeah, definitely but, tell. But at the, a glance, the product doesn't suffer at all. It's not uh, on this one. Yeah, this one's actually it's pretty good. The Iconoclast is actually a really good song. Well, and I think after three albums, I was kind of glad to hear something that sounded a little bit different. Granted, that must, that may not have been the intent. I think that they wanted to... I think on this record, they wanted to put out another Pitch Black. Is what I got. You know, it was one of those like, okay, guys, Christian's gone. Oh, my God, what the fuck are we going to do? You know, um... No, they hired two new singers. They hired a guy that was really good at screaming and another guy that was really good at singing. Yeah, and it creates a very similar experience. The, the original reasoning that they gave on the press release uh, with the separation of ways, I thought was a little weak. They said this was because of uh, concert reasons. It was too difficult to have Christian replicate the clean singing and the growls live. I heavily disagree. And I heavily disagree with <laughs> heavily that. Heavily disagree with that statement. The one thing that I would say is, you know, all the layered vocals, because I think Christian just did multiple takes. So it's just his voice layered on top of it whenever you have the harmonies on yes, the clean. That's correct. So with that part I can understand. It's like they had a good excuse and then they fucked up <laughs> on, on where they went with that excuse. But it's, you know, the, the guy who does the clean singing is okay. He, I mean, he's all right. The guy who does the growls is really fucking good, though. Yeah. He's a fucking beast. Like, maybe it's not that hard to find a good death metal growler in, what, 2010? 2009. That, 2009. They, they, okay. they put this out like real quick back okay. to back yeah yeah and i think it's just one of those things where yeah he's fucking great and and it was so weird too right because like you know i'm the guy that talks about grindcore and all this stuff and like i i remember thinking when this record came out like thinking actually thinking how are the cleans gonna sound <laughs> something i would like never give a fuck about in any other case and uh I think that's I think that's the most interesting thing and, and very telling. Uh, around this time too, Christian actually joined another band called Miseration, and that was more of like a straight death metal type of band. And he sang a little bit, but not as much as he did on Scar Symmetry. And that that record was my shit, dude. <laughs> like, oh, was it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's called uh, My Angels, Their Demons. It's great. Yanni, he's he's uh, he's guitarist on Miseration. He's him and Christian are also in the in a, another band that I really like called Solution 45. You need to listen to uh, Divine Fire. Stani's in that as well. He's in a lot of bands. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's got his hands in a lot of stuff just like Christian he's, does. He's the European Rocky Gray. Not a bad thing to be. <laughs> not, 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 not at all. 
This record was great. It was also more of the same. This is exactly what I want when I listen to Scar Symmetry. Next. <laughs> well, <laughs> well yeah. no, this was the this was the hey guys, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, this is we, we had a switch up, make, but it's okay. We can still make it work without Christian. We brought the tempo back up. It's a little more like pitch black. This is not like a Sepultura type of change. No. And I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, you know what's funny is when you think about it, like Christian was in the band for four years. Or five years. Four or five years. Right. And these guys have been in the band for almost a decade. But yet, I mean, it's the same thing we talk about all the time. We always talk, we still always go back to, you know, Christian. We still always go back to Max since we were talking about Sepultura. You know, granted, you know, it was, I feel like that was Max's band. But anyway, we always talk about all these people that have spent less time with it because they, I think they've, in my opinion, had a greater impact and maybe it's just because I'm such a huge fanboy uh, of Christians. I mean, he's be one of the few people that if I met in person that I might have a difficulty coming up with uh, something to say. We're going to have him on the show next week, so you better come up with something, fucker. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> Dude, if we have I mean, one. that would be great. Let's oh, do that. Hell but yeah. yeah like, Jeff would ask him, do you know who you are? His response would be, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like this record was great. And then um, they put out another record. Yeah, The Unseen Empire. The Unseen Empire. This is where it kind of started to, and I'm not going to use the words fall apart because everything on it's fucking great. It wavered a little bit, but it's still the same band. It's obvious it's still the same I band. I think at this point, this is where it was like, wow, okay. Number one, congratulations, you guys kept it going. But I'm starting to not feel the heart in it anymore. Yeah, I think the last song of theirs that I really dug, that like like was the standout track for me, was on the last album, Numenon and Phenomenon. That was a really, really, really good song. And they always tend to, you know, they try to put their best foot forward. The first track is almost always one of the better tracks on all of their albums. They don't really go for, like, the whole uh, intro thing, generally. So, yeah, on the Unseen Empire, the Anomaly is good. I mean, it's just, but it's straightforward. And it's, I think they start falling into the Sonic Syndicate. Like, I don't have anything else feel. It's just one of those, like, it's another Scar Symmetry record. Right, and that's how I feel about Sonic Syndicate. I and mean, if it's the first one that you ever heard, you'd think it was fucking great. Yeah, but, until you hear, like, Pitch Black Progress yeah. or Holographic Universe, and you're like, wow, what the hell happened? Right. But no, you don't ever get that feeling, though. This is one of those bands that I can't really criticize, because there's not any overly in-your-face obvious things to criticize. It's not a drastic change like going from it isn't. the Black Album to Load and Reload. It isn't. There's not There's not bad playing on these records. There's not unfortunate song choices or, or weird genre shifts or anything like that. It's just that, you know, I'm at a point now where I'm like, okay, what else you guys got? And it's... it's More and, of the same. And the, yeah, and the expectation there is not necessarily like unfounded in the sense that you know you had symmetrical design you had pitch black progress and then you had holographic universe which really kind of changed it up a little bit so you're kind of expecting to see that same kind of like trilogy of albums come out again and you don't really get that it's more like they're like okay it's almost like they just defaulted back to the symmetrical design sound 
and have basically just stuck with that since then. You know, I'm never I'm never surprised when I'm listening to a Scar Symmetry record. And that's either a problem or it's not. It depends on what kind of person you are. But, like, I don't really have a problem with it because, again, I there's a certain security I have in putting in a Scar Symmetry record because I just want to listen to music maybe in the background or while I'm doing something. And it's it's not it – doesn't, it doesn't hit all my music reviewer nodes in my brain that say, you know – Oh, I need to pay attention to this, or I need to, you know, I don't really, I don't really have to pay attention to Scar Symmetry because I know it's good. I know I'm going to enjoy the sounds that I hear, and I'm going to move on from it. But if I have to be critical, I'm going to have to say, what else you guys got? Right. It, it, you're exactly. It's just like the reason why shows like NCIS have been popular for so long. It's consistently the same thing. Or Scooby Doo. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. You or this. You know, you just turn your brain off, and you can just chill. Power Rangers. And listen to big words. Captain Planet. Yes. And that's exact. I mean, I kind of feel like Scar Symmetry is, you know, same thing. That's why I don't think you should ever, like, a a show like, you know, CSI or NCIS, all those kind of, you know, cop procedural kind of shows, they're not designed to be binged. (laughs) <laughs> Unless you just like the same thing over and over again. Well, yeah. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at. I mean, Scar Symmetry is, you know, they are fairly consistent. And it's a lot of, of the same. And in small doses, for me at least, it's fantastic. They're a fantastic band to shuffle. No, I don't. I still don't shuffle. I'm not a big. I've never been a big shuffle fan. Okay, well, they still are, regardless of your opinion. My 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 inferior opinion. Regardless of the you know battle lines you just drew there, but yeah, like I don't shuffle anything. There are of these six records. There's not very many that need to be consumed beginning to end. That they can be consumed in small pieces in random order. Well, they're great to consume. With very little differential. It's like it's like. consuming you know i you know dairy queen ice cream yeah so what does it take for a band like this to make you upset what do they have to do to just throw you off the scent and say what the fuck guys really go super electronic cut the cut the metal elements down significantly more so than they did on holographic universe and oh wait shit they did that (laughs) yeah that's the next (laughs) album well There we are. Ladies and gentlemen, the singularity. Phase one, neo-humanity. I'm already thrown off the scent by phase one. It implies there's more in store. But in reality, you've only written one record. First of all, Scar Symmetry, you're not fucking Dream Theater, so let's back it up a second here. Yeah, they put a fucking intro for starters. I knew I was in trouble as soon as I heard an intro instead of them putting their best foot forward. And it's not progressive. Okay, fuck you. Progressive records are not 43 minutes long. Unless they're like one song, and then they're called an EP. (laughs) Or between the Barrett and May's latest release. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway, so, yeah, there's that. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not what we want. Although Neo Human is fun. It's it's another straight up, let's, let's, let's play another space game on our Super Nintendo like Gradius while we're listening to it. You know, I'm going to give them a little credit here. Yes, it has an intro, but my biggest criticism of songs that have intros on records 
if I'm not going to sit here and listen to the whole album, but I want to hear just this one song, I don't want to have to fast forward or skip ahead the minute and a half through the bullshit intro just to get to the song I want to listen to. So you can kind of treat this as one song that just happens to be nine and a half minutes long, and they did the consumer thing where they said, we're just going to make them separate tracks. So as a consumer, I'm kind of okay with it, because I can think of a lot of songs that have these long, drawn-out intros that are supposed to be artistic, when in reality, it's artistic the first time you hear it. After that, I want the ability to just go to the song, because I've heard it. It's kind of like when you put the disc in and you have to watch the same intro for Just Cause 3 every time you turn it on because the programmers made it that way. It's like, guys, I've already seen this. I already know how the game opens. Can we just get to the gameplay now? Because I'm still going to play through this thing. It's going to take me 60 hours to get through the damn thing. That was all. I didn't love this. I think this was a different band at this point, and this Uh, is where you could change the name. Nah. No, not even I wouldn't notice. No, I don't know, man. Like, to quote Rob Rivera directly i didn't feel betrayed by this <laughs> you know it was like because i've been bitching for the last album or so about how like they didn't change enough didn't change enough they need to change it up well they did that yeah they definitely changed so it like up. if i'm their girlfriend right now and i'm like you don't change enough you're not spontaneous enough and then they're like we're gonna be fucking spontaneous right now we're gonna change and i'm like Oh, I don't really like that you changed. You know, it's one of those, like, they're going to be like, what the fuck do you want, dude? You know? And that's kind of how I feel about this record, because it's one of those, like, they're clearly trying the best they can, but I don't necessarily know if the idea machine has been oiled in a while. And that's where, you know, it's almost like we do ourselves a disservice to a certain extent with how we have to listen to things sometimes. Yeah. And I think Scar Symmetry... Is the perfect band to personify that because they're consistent. Whenever we feel like something's like, you know, just a a subpar version of the same, you know, the same stuff they've been putting out, which is what we feel on this album. You know, it's easier to notice because they're consistently similar enough throughout all of their discography. It makes it hard to listen, and whenever this is the last album you hear, so I think I don't think it's a mistake. Whenever because I think it's not the first time we've said the last album has been the crappiest in our opinions. It tends to go that way. We see trends. Yeah, we do see trends, and I know at least Dan and I have made a concerted effort. We don't listen to the discography straight through anymore because we feel like we were getting. At least I was. I was getting jaded in my opinion, and it was like, okay, here I am. I'm on, you know, album six, seven, or eight, or whatever the last album is. And I'm like, well, I, I'm either I'm bored, or I'm just ready to wrap it up. And I'm like, I need to switch it up and see if that changes it. In this instance, I don't think it would have changed my opinion. Uh, I think this is their weakest effort. I do too, and you know it could get better. I mean, this was like a few years ago, though. Yeah, this is. I don't know when we're gonna get another one. Soon, apparently. Really? Yeah. So, I'm so very stay curious. Stay tuned to s- on the uh, individual album reviews for that one. Yes, I'm very curious to see what happens. I think they said end of this year, beginning of next year, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm pumped on that. 
Very cool. Well, do you have a final thought on uh, Scar Symmetry, Jeff? I do. Uh, they are one of my uh, go-to bands for a, uh, a metal pick-me-up. They are... And it's, I think it's because of the pop sensibility. They, they're almost happy at certain points uh, with, with their sound. And every once in a while, everybody, everybody needs that. It can't always be doom and gloom. And I want to kick your motherfucking ass. I mean, fuck some, you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Dan the Closet Meathead over here has a different perspective it's on that. It's gonna be super heavy <laughs> all the time. Brutal all the time. No clean singing. <laughs> yeah, nice. But yeah, it's 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 a good album to album if you're just you know taking it an album at a time to break up the monotony. You know, you throw this in there every once in a while, and you're like, oh yeah. I forgot. I like these guys. These guys are fun, and that's that's kind of what I feel with them. You know, they're they're a spacey metal that has some pop sensibilities and just makes it you know an enjoyable experience. But I don't think I could take a uh, a full on hundred percent diet of Scar Symmetry a day in and day out. That was rough. It was it was rough. Yeah, I don't think I could do that on the regular. But you know, to to break up what we normally do. It's great. It, they're, so, they're so much fun. And I would really... Uh, I would. I wish that, you know, Bygones could be Bygones and, you know, Christian can come back and, you know, do a show or two. Or maybe that's happening. I have no idea. But my God, I would love to see that in person. Damn, what about you? Well, you know, to tie into what Jeff was saying, you know, a lot of our criticisms, you know, stem from how we consume these albums. You know, we're a lot of the times... Obviously, we pick bands that we like, or we pick bands that we're moderately familiar with, but there's a certain amount of time and effort and preparation that goes into making these episodes, and so part of that is, you know, making sure that the band that you listen to the most that week is the band that we are talking about, and it's a really important factor that we try to maintain every single week. When the product is consistently the same, you get criticisms from us like, this is monotonous or they change it up here. One of the things that, and, and that's not how you're going to consume the band. If you're checking out Scar Symmetry for the first time, listen to a record and just listen to that record for a while. And then if you liked what you heard, move on to another one. But I think, uh, I think you're not going to be binging it like we, like we are. And I think, uh, I think in, with that in mind, it's impossible not to like this band. There's something for everyone here. I guess that's my final thought, you know, is that, you know, check them out. You're, you're going to find something you like. Even if you're a hard rock fan, dude, if your favorite band is Breaking Benjamin, you can listen to Scar Symmetry and totally get behind it. Scar Symmetry is one of the best bands that you can listen to if you want an example of which album am I going to listen to today. You're not going to pick wrong if you just stick your finger on the shelf and say this one. There's not that many bands that you can just pick one and listen to. This, of course, excludes the superfan who sees through blinders and any album that they pick by their favorite band is good. Scar Symmetry is an example of well-executed heavy metal. You should listen to them. Okay, so here's the thing about Patreon, and we will uh, actually be explaining this every week for a few weeks until you guys are sick of it, and then we'll stop. 
Uh, basically, we are upping our Patreon game a little bit. Everybody has Patreon prizes or pledges or whatever you call these things. Guarantees. I don't know. Perks, maybe. Joe calls them perks, so let's go with that. All these perks are always like, you know, oh yeah, we'll send you a thank you. We'll read your name on the show. We'll this or this or this or this. If you are a big enough fan of discography discussions to where you just want to hear more of what we have to say, we're actually going to start launching a secret podcast. Not really secret, but basically what you, Members need to, only. what you need to know is if you if you if you like hearing us talk in depth about albums but feel like we sometimes go through it a little too fast uh, we're gonna start doing what we call one shots they're gonna be you know one shot discussions on individual albums it doesn't necessarily have to be a band that only has one album or anything like that it's just an album that the three of us decided to pick and talk about. And uh, we'll, we'll go in-depth onto that record. Expect a lot of our picks of the week that we never got around to talking to on talking about on the show. We're just going to fill in some of the gaps for you guys. And, and to get that extra content, you're looking at a, you're, you're looking at you know a few podcasts a month that are about 15 to 20 minutes long, depending on what we're talking about. Could be longer. But it's, it's going to be the format that you're used to with discography discussion, but we're going to focus on one album. And it's only a buck to get that. One dollar. One dollar to us every month on $1 Patreon. One dollar on Patreon will get you access to this feed. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a hidden feed. You'll only get it once you actually uh, subscribe for a dollar. And uh, and we hope you guys like it. So, Jeff, what's your album of the week? Fiction by Dark Tranquility. That was an easy pick. <laughs> You've been holding that in all yeah, Dan, night, haven't yeah, you? Dan's over here doing a happy dance. <laughs> Dan, what about you? Well, I'm just going to take a little bit of my 30 seconds or whatever to criticize uh, Jeff's pick of the week. What? Yeah. It's, fiction's great, but it's no character. It doesn't mean that I'm not... I don't dislike... Holy shit, it just means I'm listening to that one this fucking week. God damn, dude. <laughs> uh, you, you know right, what, what he's sorry. doing he, he's 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 bullshitting because he's talking shit on my pick so he can go guess one on his fucking phone i'm not guessing one. i couldn't remember the actual title of it oh yeah he must have been listening to it a ton he's trying to figure out been. the name of the most recent breaking benjamin album oh. right no it's uh <laughs> i've been listening to a human comedy by on teachers. Oh, nice. Yeah, and the only reason I said I was looking it up is because I couldn't remember if it was called the human comedy or a human comedy. Okay. And you're also wrong. Characters way better. I didn't <laughs> say fiction was better. That's I, right, Jeff. What you randomly picked out this week that you decided you that you decided you wanted to hear because you like it is wrong. Yes. That's our takeaway from this. Well, I shot myself <laughs> in the foot this week when I did the opening, so my pick of the week is going to be Deliverance by Opeth. Deliverance. Because yeah. it has Master's Apprentice on it. Nice. Wow, this just turned into an 80s uh, workout video for I a second. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> picked the wrong time to stop that one. <clears throat> and on that note, this has been episode 56 of Discography Discussion. Thank you for listening. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Discuss Metal. Subscribe to our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. 
Visit DiscussMetal.com for all things discography discussion. And please send questions and comments to DanAndJoeShow at gmail.com. If you are not a patron, you can become one at Patreon.com forward slash DiscussMetal. We have some sweet perks. Give me your buddy. Captain Planet from the future. We just sit by.